listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello, and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. We are back with you again this week to add value to you and your leadership team. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast regularly, for liking it, for subscribing, and we really appreciate you rating our podcast to let others know the value you receive from us each and every week. I'd also like to take much for your support of our latest release, Critical Decisions Made Easy. It is a book designed to help you establish or improve your decision-making process and become comfortable, confident, and certain of the decisions that you make. You can get that book on our website at rodneyrpain.com for $15. We also have the ebook available, and you can also get it at amazon.com. And be on the listen. We're going to be sharing with you some locations coming up real soon where we're going to do some book signings as we go out and do a tour. But I want to thank you for getting a hold of that book. And if you've got a team and you need some help with your decision-making process in your office, be sure to reach out to us at rpain at onevoiceinc.org, and we'll be happy to reach out to you. Let me hop into today's episode. I want to talk about check your vitals. Check your vitals. Uh, What I have come to find out is that there are certain intervals that most companies, teams, leaders check their statistics on a monthly basis, on a quarterly basis, on a weekly basis at certain intervals. Well, what I've learned throughout my leadership journey is that you have to have these key times so that you can measure your progress. If you don't measure it, it doesn't matter. But we talk about checking our vitals. Why? Because we are in the first week of the last month of the first quarter. I know that's a mouthful. So here we are in the first week. So the quarter's not over of the last month of the quarter. So we want to get ahead of this thing. We don't want to wait until the quarter is over to assess, but really we want to check our vitals now. So when we talk about checking our vitals, we're not necessarily talking about checking our numbers as much as we are our systems and our processes. I want to give you a few things that you want to look out for when you're checking your vitals. Think about this. You go to the doctor at regular intervals, whether it's annual or whether it's every six months, or you go to the dentist twice a year for regular cleanings and things of that nature. One of the things you do as soon as you walk into your primary care physician's office or to your dentist's office is you check, they check your vitals. They want to know what your body is doing before they go any further. They want to know how your body is performing based on, in comparison to rather, the last time you were there. So checking your vitals is a very important thing for your body, but it's also a very important part of your leadership. You have to check your vitals. So think about this. When we set up for the next period, the year, or the new season, uh, we go in, we establish goals, we develop a strategic plan. But by the time we get to the first month of the, the first week of the last month of the first quarter, 
the newness of your new year is over. Uh, You are knee deep into your year, and it seems like before you know it, spring is here. We're planning summer vacations, and then we're back to fall, and the year is over. So when we look at our annual process of how we maintain a certain level of effort, energy, stamina, productivity, uh, meeting our goals and plans, we've got to stop and check our vitals. What I found is that when you go into your doctor's office, there are going to be four areas that they're going to check. And I want to see if we can take those four areas and somehow apply them to our leadership model. The first thing they check is your body temperature. Uh, they, they check to see if you have a temperature. They check your pulse rate. They check your respiration rate, and they also check your blood pressure. These are things that they check when they come in, uh, and we'll leave that fifth one off if you don't mind. Uh, They typically will check your weight, but we're not going to talk about that today. So let's look at this first vital, your body temperature. We're going to equate your body temperature to your motivation, you gotta you gotta check your your body temperature. How how are you feeling? Are you are you hot? I mean, you are going a, a mile a minute, and you feel good about what's going on, and you're fully engaged. Or are you cold? Have you cooled off from the passion that you started the year with? Or or maybe you're warm. You're not hot. You're not cold. Or you're not you know, but you're just not there all the way. See, when you check this vital that we call body temperature, we want to make sure that we are running at the right temperature. What I have found is that the right temperature for most leaders is somewhere between warm and hot. So it doesn't work to be at warm, but you also can't sustain hot for longer for too long a period of time. So you want to be somewhere between there. And so how do you make sure that you're there? Well, you, you at this point, what you want to do is you want to manage uh, your workload and consistently measure your progress. When you have a successful process going, you're going to have the energy that you need, and you're going to run somewhere about 50% between the warm and the hot area. Uh, Why is that important? Well, because there are dangers when you begin to run warm. When you run warm, but, but not closer to hot, but you're actually sitting at warm, now you get some things done, but other things don't get done. Your your effectiveness and your efficiencies are gone because, quite frankly, you're just not motivated as much as you need to be to lead at the level that you need to lead in order to find success. So you find yourself in this warm place on again, off again, having some intermittent success, having your finding yourself procrastinating, waiting on projects that you could have done. When you start out and you have your to-do list, you've got some habits that you've put in place, some regular processes, and now you're kind of, sometimes you do them and sometimes you don't. You cannot afford to allow yourself to run at warm because warm can go either way. And then there is the dreaded place. It's kind of early in the year to experience this, but if you are experiencing this, we need to get you back on track because the cold area means that you've already lost it. You've already decided that because you've had a couple of bad experiences or things are not necessarily uh, panning out the way you had planned or or you had a plan and you lost a major client, you had built a budget for the year, but now you have a large chunk of your budget gone uh, due to no fault of your 
your own. These things can serve as, as cooling agents. They will cool you off and, and they will kind of begin to uh, ratchet down your your motivation and you don't feel as, as energized as you need to feel, which lack of energy leads to lack of engagement. So you want to make sure that you take time just to check your body temperature, check your motivation. Are you hot? Are you running too hot? Are you going to burn yourself out because you're running too hot? Are you simply warm, sometimes on, sometimes off? Or perhaps you're cold and you've lost that feeling that you need in order to get where you're going. We want to shoot for a consistent temperature between hot and warm, right about 50% between the two, so that you are always producing, but you're not producing at a level that's not sustainable that will cause you to burn out. So I want you to make sure that you are checking your vitals. Not only should you check your body temperature, you need to check your pulse rate. Oh, your pulse rate. This is really good. It it runs uh, in parallel to your temperature usually because your pulse rate, I'm simply asking, uh, how is your pulse? How is your pace? How is your energy and a good measuring stick of energy is I want you to kind of compare your energy to your efficiency because if you get out of balance on energy and efficiency, your pulse rate will be too high, which will then in turn cause you to run hot, cause you to run hot, then you burn out. So let's look at this energy efficiency equation. What you want to do is you want to be as efficient as possible while conserving you don't want to have to overwork yourself to get to a place that you could get there more efficiently. One of the things that I do to check my pulse rate is I do the very best I can to make sure that I am always working at my best possible time. See, I, I have a period of time without with uh, throughout a day or within a day that I am going to be the most efficient as possible. So what I try to do is put my harder tasks there and my creative tasks there so that when I'm in that zone, I can work at a smooth, efficient level. I do understand that you can do everything you can to get an automobile up to 70 miles per hour. It takes a lot of energy to get it to 70 miles an hour. But if you're on the highway on a long drive, you can put cruise control on, and now you're going fast. You've got a good pace, but you're using less energy because you're not revving up the engine so much. So you get to a place that we like to call cruise control. See, the right rate is when you can produce at a high level uh, of productivity and a, a great level of efficiency. So if, if I can reduce the energy to produce productivity efficiently, now I'm in a winning position. And that's what we want to do, my friends. You want to make sure that you are measuring your effort. And, and sometimes uh, when you have to do things a second or a third time, or sometimes when you don't take the time to fully prepare or plan up front, now you're doing a fire drill to catch up. These are things that increase your pulse rate. And let me give you one more thing on this energy efficiency thing, because many times there are other external influencers that can drive your pulse rate up. I want you to make sure that you do not give anyone access to your pulse rate 
but you. Don't allow someone else's stress to become your stress. Don't allow someone else to continually put you in bad positions where you're always trying to catch up and cover for them. We want to make sure that we're leading our teams, we're equipping our teams, we're holding our teams accountable so that they are not causing fire drills for us. What you don't want to do is be a crisis leader. You don't want to only stand up when there's a crisis. You can plan, you can use strategy, and all of these things ultimately pay dividends in your energy and your efficiency, giving you an effective pulse rate, giving you a rate that's sustainable, a rate that you can continue to work within, a rate that you can grow from, and a rate that you can produce at optimal levels. So I want you to make sure you are checking your vitals. You're listening to Speaking With One Voice. I am your host, Coach Rodney Payne. We're talking about check your vitals as a leader. So we've talked about your body temperature. We've talked about your pulse rate. And now I want to talk about your respiration rate. Um, and, and so respiration is so important. And so they, in respiration in the physical sense, they're, they're checking your breathing. They're seeing how much oxygen you're getting in. What I want you to do in your leadership vitals is this. I want you to consider your respiration rate as are you taking the time you need to breathe, rest, and reset. Let me say that again. Breathe, rest, and reset, and refresh. You have got to take time. One of the things that happens in the early part of the year is that it's fresh, it's new. So we're in the first quarter, we're in the first uh uh, with the first week of the last month of the quarter, and we're trying to get across that finish line to make our quarterly numbers. And so what happens is we don't typically take a rest. Uh, many people uh, uh, utilize the summer months as times to take family vacations and getaways. What I want you to do is I want you as a leader to make a decision to own your respiration rate. What does that look like? I believe that you should have times. Now, don't fall out of your chair. Don't drive your car into a ditch. Pay close attention here. I want you to find time every week. Let me say that one more time. Every week where you have time, where you uh, can rest, refresh, reflect. I want you to take time every week. I am a faithful six-day-per-week worker. I'm not recommending you do that. I think five is better, honestly, but I work six days per week. And so as a result, I take one day that is not reserved for my family. It's not reserved for my company. It's not reserved for my other thing. It's simply for me to rest, refresh, reflect, and reset. I do this every single week. And, and I want you to take the time to do that every single week. Not only should you do that that one day or a few hours here or there, or maybe it's you go get your coffee or maybe you go and have a lunch by yourself, but do something that allows you to refresh yourself. But don't just do that weekly. But I believe that that every month you ought to take a little more time than your normal time. And then every quarter, you need to take a couple of days and kind of get away. And then annually, you need to take a vacation. I believe when you do this, you keep yourself in the best possible uh, form and position to perform at optimal levels because you have a great respiration rate. You are resting. You are refreshing. You are breathing. 
in order to operate and function at the level that you're attempting to function, you are going to have to rest. You've got to get your rest. I tried to overlook it, but I just can't. Let me back up. I gave you uh, do this once a week. I gave you do this uh, once a month. I gave you quarterly and I even gave you annually. But can I challenge you? Can I challenge you to check your respiration rate daily? Yes, I said daily. Why did I save this one for last? Because high power, high energy, high capacity leaders don't get enough sleep as a rule. I want you to put your sleep, your rest, your physical body restoration at a, at a premium and that you take care of yourself and that you get some rest. You cannot burn the candle at both ends without burning out. So I want you to make sure your respiration is set. And I know that the recommended sleep is going to be eight hours per day. I know many, many, many high capacity leaders that if you give them eight hours, that's two days worth of sleep. Uh, maybe you can't get to eight hours, but how about you You go from the four or five you are at and try and get to six. If you're at six, try to get to seven, but spend some time making sure that you are resting, that you're refreshing because you got to have a proper respiration rate. So we've checked your vitals. We've checked your body temperature. You're hot, you're cold, or you're warm. We've checked your pulse rate. We've checked your pace. Now we're checking your respiration rate. Are you taking a time to breathe? And lastly, oh my goodness, this is going to be fun here. We're going to check your blood pressure. I know you don't want to hear that. We want to check your blood pressure. Now, I, remember, we're not talking about being your primary care physician. So this is your leadership checkup. We're checking your vitals. We're checking your vitals as a leader. So the question for blood pressure is simply this. How are you handling the pressure, the anxiety that comes with the workload. Sometimes our workload can get so heavy, we find ourselves under pressure. When we get under pressure, I understand as a leader, you're going to have some deadlines you have to make. As a leader, you're going to have, you have some critical decisions you're going to have to make. As a leader, you've got things that you're going to have to do, uh, but you have to make sure that you are properly dispersing the pressure. Sometimes leaders own too much pressure. Sometimes we take the buck stops here just a little bit too far. Uh, what I want you to do and what I want you to consider as you look to uh, in, in investigate how you're handling pressure is I, the number one question that I need for you to ask yourself is, am I delegating enough off of my plate. There are many things that others on your team can do if you will allow them the space to do it. But if you have to make every decision, sign every check, uh, do every deal, look at every function and micromanage everything, you are not a leader, you're a manager. And what's happening is you're going to manage yourself into an abundance of stress. So I want you to make it your business to delegate. Now, I talk about this regularly because we just don't do it well as leaders. Leaders set a standard and they want everyone on their team to hold that standard. Remember, you didn't start at the standard you're at today. You didn't start there. You took time to grow there over time and you've got to in order to be an effective leader, a good leader, you've got to be able to give your team members the space and the time and the grace to grow. You have to give them time. 
They'll make the decisions as well as you, if not better than you, if you give them time and you equip them. See, when you take the time, I know equipping a team member is a front-loaded process. It's very difficult on the front end, but it pays residual benefits on the back end uh, that don't go away. So take the time to train, to equip, to invest in your leaders, and then give them the time to grow so that now you can delegate that particular task, responsibility, uh, level of decision-making to them, and that will reduce your pressure. That's right. Now you can reduce your pressure. So today, all we're doing is checking our vitals. We're making sure that we are leadership healthy. A healthy leader has a healthy body temperature that runs between warm and hot. Not too hot, but not indifferent. The pulse rate of an effective leader, they know their pace. They get the most efficiency out of the least amount of energy, and that way they get the most productivity. And then there's the respiration rate. Every effective leader will take time to breathe Take time to reflect, take time to refresh, and take time to re- And lastly, keep your blood pressure, keep your leadership pressure in check by making sure you're delegating and that you're keeping a balanced workload so that you can be an effective leader. Listen, I want to thank you for stepping into the leadership clinic today. (laughs) And we had a chance to look over you. Looks like you're doing pretty good. So let's finish this first quarter strong and let's take our year and let's make our goals and let's build and develop leaders and let's have a great time. I know you can do it. I want to thank you for stopping by. You've been listening to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Listen, before I let you go real quick, make sure that you get your copy of Critical Decisions Made Easy. Uh, it's $15. You can also get it on Amazon. It's in the, it has the ebook and the, and the paperback. But what you'll learn, you'll find more specific detail about the last bonus point I gave you on that delegation. There's a good help you to delegate so that you can make more effective decisions. Listen, thank you so much for joining me this week on Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Until next time, let's keep growing. Listening to speaking with one voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would rate and subscribe to the podcast, we'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, with one voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking with One Voice.